Hey guys, it's Cass and Dorian, and you're listening to United. So, when we recorded the Juneteenth episode, uh, we talked a little bit about how you and your family celebrated Juneteenth, and I just kind of wanted to have a follow-up episode to discuss that so that no one can misconstrue it as cultural appropriation. Mm, Yes, please. Um, Because that's not what it was. Yeah, I was was concerned if that could be what it's interpreted as, but I don't really totally understand what cultural appropriation is. And since you and I get to have these chats, I decided (laughs) not to look it up and to hear about it from you. Okay. So I just want to clarify for everyone who may have listened to the Juneteenth episode or who hasn't, uh, you talked a little bit about your family's celebration Mm -hmm. of Juneteenth. Do you want to just recap that? Yeah, that we had, we researched some of the traditional things done to celebrate it. So it was wearing red, doing strawberry sodas, eating lots of strawberries, tea cakes, fried chicken, you know, typical things like that. But what I didn't say was that our our intent for doing it was to teach our children about Juneteenth Mm -hmm. um, and I felt like not saying that might make people think we were, I don't know. Yeah. Um, So my uh, opinion of it is that that's not cultural appropriation because Juneteenth is an American holiday. It's not just for black people Mm. to celebrate. And it's not just pertaining to black culture. And cultural appropriation is specific to things that were created in a specific culture that are now being used in other cultures, but not paying homage to those. So I guess that would, that would leave me a little confused because Juneteenth was created by the slaves because the whites were not excited for them. It was created by the slaves and it was created in black culture, but it is American history. It truly is. Yes. We're, and, and even though the whites back then were not excited about it, doesn't mean that the whites now can't be excited about it because it's still American history. Yeah. And be excited about the, yeah. this monumentous moment in America. Yeah. Especially now that it's coming to the forefront and like you're getting, you're learning a part of our history that you should have learned a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And so now you feel... I don't want to say a duty, but kind of like a need to teach your kids so that they don't become adults and still don't know about this. Um, not just learn, not just that it should have, we should have learned it a long time ago, that the awareness that it was something to celebrate as a nation, that could, that's, it's huge. Yeah. And I don't, I don't feel like that is appropriation. Like, it doesn't make me feel like you're mocking our culture or judging our culture and then being hypocritical about it and turning around and doing the same thing. Okay, so is that what cultural appropriation is? There's a lot of different aspects to cultural appropriation. Upon a quick Google search, Wikipedia defines 
cultural appropriation as the adoption of an element or elements of one culture by members of another culture. And the reason why it can be controversial is because members of a dominant culture appropriate from disadvantaged minority cultures. So the definition, let's break it down. The definition of appropriation is the action of taking something for one's own use, typically without the owner's permission. So it's taking aspects of a culture and using it without permission. Um, so why, why is that an issue? Why can't it be, I learned something from you and I like it and others will enjoy it, so let me spread it. Okay, so in the aspect of African-American culture, we spent a lot of time uh, over the years being told that certain aspects of our culture are not socially acceptable. Our hair, our tone of voice, our attitudes, our vernacular, the way we walk and present ourselves, the way we dress, uh, basically everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. So when white people appropriate those things, it makes them seem hypocritical, to say the least, because you've spent all of this time now telling us that these things are not okay and then turning around and doing them. So for the best example I can give is locks. Okay. But by locks, you mean dreadlocks? I mean locks because Ooh. dreadlocks Ooh. is actually a negative term. Really? Yes. What? Dreadlocks is derived from dreadful. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> yeah. You want, you want to bring it back? <laughs> this is news to me. Wait, wait, wait. So dreadlocks, that was the term used for a very long time. Was that a, who, who coined that term? I don't know the history of dreadlocks. In that way? Okay. In that way. But I do know that the term comes from the thought process that the locks are dreadful. Wow. Okay. So, so how long has that been, uh, I guess, in, in awareness and culturally shifted to where locks is the appropriate term? Um, a few years for me that a few I years? Okay. learned that. Yeah. Okay. Um, locks are a spiritual journey for people who wear them and who connect it to their spirituality. It is connected to a religion, Rastafarian. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know too much about that religion because I don't. But I do know that when people make the decision to grow out their locks, it is a spiritual decision as well as a fashion so decision. do you think that that's the case for majority of Black people? They're aware of that connection? I do believe that's the case. Really? Yes. So when white people are doing it, do you think they're connected to that? No. Yeah. I, I don't. I wouldn't think so either. Um, I don't know, but. I saw an article a couple months ago about a girl who cited Hinduism as the reason why she wanted to have her locks. And she said she was being discriminated against because her school asked her to remove them. She was white. Mm. And I actually shared the article. 
And I, I've never heard of locks being connected to Hinduism in any way, shape, or form. Uh, as far as I know, the aren't there like Hindu Hindu monks? Aren't they like bald? Uh, well, monks, yeah, the monks are, well, I don't know actually about Hindu monks, but the gods weren't. And no. the gods definitely had at least braids in their hair. Oh, okay. But I don't know, not all of them, but. I mean, I mean I'm not negating that. I'm not saying that it's not true because I don't know. But I know that locks have been um, a part of other cultures for a long time. The problem with locks is that they developed a negative connotation over the years. And there are countless stories of Black people who couldn't get jobs unless they cut their locks. There's a story from just last year. Where, Every year. Yeah. A kid had to yeah. cut his locks in order to walk across the stage and graduate. Every year. There's a story of a kid who was in a wrestling match and the referee said he had to cut his locks in order to participate. Wow. So his coach cut them out right there. <gasps> yeah. And when I tell you the journey to grow locks, it takes a long time. It takes a long time to get them to lock up. But not only that, but to get them to a certain length. And that it that, that creates a spiritual connection to our hair. We already have some sort of a spiritual connection to our hair. At least I do. I have a strong, like a really hard time with cutting my hair. Mm -hmm. And actually, I plan on getting locks at some point. I'm just kind of waiting until it grows out a little bit more. Mm -hmm. uh, because it's something that I definitely feel connected to and want to pursue. Mm -hmm. um, but it takes a long time. It takes a lot of maintenance. It takes a lot of work to get locks to a certain length mm. and there's also there's different forms of locks uh naturally forming or the uniform ones that i feel are more common or like the uniform mm -hmm. but the the term dreadlock comes from a negative connotation and this idea that the locks are nasty dirty dreadful mm. interesting um, yeah i did not know that yeah. I had no idea. And so that's where when I encounter white people with locks and they refer to them as dreadlocks, I'm like, you obviously don't know what you're doing here. Just go cut your hair. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've just really never heard of that at all or anything. Yeah. So we've moved away from calling them dreadlocks in the African-American community. We call them locks. Hmm. So I did look up the Hindu connection with uh, dreadlocks. Mm -hmm. And apparently the Hindu Vedic scriptures provide the earliest known evidence of dreadlocks. Interesting. So they wrote about them in the script in their scriptures. I wonder what the connection is um, between, if there is any, between that and Rasta Varian. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Rastafarian was, I, I had looked that up too at one point, and it was classified as a religious and a social movement. It was developed in Jamaica in the 1930s. So, but this, this is just really, I'm trying to look up other examples. It's really hard for me because 
I mean, I get it. I get, and I think it again ties back to the fact that there's such a long history, especially in. It definitely ties to the history. Cultural appropriation in other places in the world too. There is. It's just, I don't know. Like, there's lots of cultural appropriation. If I was to put my hair in dreadlocks or locks, I would strongly recommend against it. Right, but But what the fuck? Right, I, but I personally don't think it looks good on white people. I think it does. I think it does. Yeah. There's some white people I think it looks amazing on. See, I just I d- I've never seen one. But that's but that's your personal opinion that doesn't that It doesn't, is my personal right? opinion. Right, that doesn't make it bad just because you don't think it looks good on them, but probably why you think it doesn't look good on them is cuz you think they're culturally appropriating. But why why do you get to hold all of the cards to your chest of all the things of your culture if that person is not is doing it in a way that is honoring and respectful of the african culture cuz i haven't seen anyone do it in that way how and how could but if it's just there's a certain level of privilege that white people have to be able to wear locks and not be chastised about them that we don't have and the people who I, I know don't think it's much though. Who I don't wear know many people locks don't speak up about that. I don't know many people who I have only known a couple white people who had locks at some point in their life. And they dealt with I don't know, is discrimination the word in regards to it. They were seen as dirty and sloppy and not a good potential employee and things like that. Mm. Or as a hippie and someone who is lazy and doesn't care much about life and living the free life or whatever. Yeah. There's an automatic assumption about that person based on it. And they dealt with discrimination with it. Discrimination how? Like to the extent of? Not being able to get a job in a certain place because. Oh. Because it's considered unprofessional looking. Because it. They were more natural, the natural ones, not as much of the, um, what, so there's natural, what's the other uh, the, form the more, I, is I it, don't know what it's called. Does it have a name? Okay. But the, you know. But they're not natural. Like, like natural is basically free form. Right. So there's some that are thicker, some that are thinner, and they, yeah. they, they can look nappy. Mm-hmm. Right? But that's part of the look. Yeah. And that, to me, is part of what makes them look cool. But that's not considered that way in our society yeah, it's not so, considered that way so there's not there's a slight privilege in it because but is the <laughs> the privilege it's almost is it the it's not the dreadlocks it's the white versus black yeah right it's yeah. it's not it's it has nothing to do with but the hairstyle it has to do with the color of the skin at it has point. to do with the color of the skin but the person who is appropriating the culture of the black person is not speaking up most times for that black person. Like if there's two people in a room who have dreadlocks or locks, mm-hmm. one of them's black, one of them's white, and the white person knows they have less skill than the black person, they're going up for a job. And the boss, the manager, chooses the white person over the black person because they're white. That white person's not going to speak up and be like, no, this is wrong. He definitely had more skills than me. He was way more qualified. They're going to be like, okay, thank you so much. And, and I mean, that's just, 
That's not. I don't know if you can say a reality. That. It's a. It's yeah, an example. That's too far. Too, it's too. an example of what I'm trying to explain. Yeah. Is like okay. that's what happens. Not in that extreme, but that's what happens. Is that there is this appropriation of our culture, but when it comes time to really be down for us, there is a miss there. So it's really just the. Um, it ties into the the level of ignorance that way people have been walking around in not even realizing that they're not sticking up for the culture. Yes. Even if they think they are a hundred percent in support of the black community and culture, as many white people have come to finally realize since George Floyd's death. Yeah. They have not yeah been showing up and they have been very ignorant to it so it's it's more so not the lack not the action or non-action being taken by that person but the fact that especially historically Mm -hmm. they most likely yeah uh have a a level of ignorance that wouldn't even allow them to stick up for that culture yes in that history and to there are there's appropriation of other cultures. Like we appropriate Asian culture in America. We appropriate Native American Native culture. American culture. We appropriate mm-hmm. a lot of other cultures mm-hmm. cultures. But because those people don't stand up and say anything, does that mean that black people aren't supposed to stand up and say anything and protect our culture? Because think about it, as an African American person, as a person who grew up in America our whole lives, our culture is all we got. So we don't have roots. Right. To any other thing. Right, right, right. It, it's really, that's really um, so a the good culture, point. Yeah, the because culture that we've created is it. With the culture appropriation, it is, when I hear that term, mm-hmm. I've always thought black. Yeah. Since I started hearing that term, I associated with black. Yeah. And I would, so I'm But it's assume, not just black. Like right. Like if you were to wear a kimono and not understand the history behind the kimono, that's appropriation. Why are you wearing that? You know, because I like cause it. Because you like it. Because you think it's pretty. But there's a deep-rooted history in kimonos. That's okay. But so there's a deep-rooted history in the cross. So what if somebody, you know, over in Japan doesn't know anything about Christianity, but sees the cross that, you know, someone wearing a cross necklace all the time thinks is beautiful and gets one for themselves. Why is that wrong? It's beautiful. They're connected to it. It's just different. Is the person who's wearing the cross on a regular basis being treated as less than because of the cross? Yeah, so that's the difference. That's the, what makes so it. That, that's, so it's cultural appropriation isn't, I mean, it's such a negative terminology, but it's not. It's not always viewed as negative, though. Like, yeah, so it's not to, necessarily negative. It's just yeah. that it's, I've only ever heard it used in a negative term, negative sense, because it's, I've only ever heard it used in the sense of black culture in America being culturally appropriated, which black culture in America, when it's being appropriated, there's a, such a bigger history to it. Yes. And, and so much more horrible, negative things attached to it. Yeah. Okay. There's, so it's not always a neg. it's not necessarily a negative thing. It's just negative in context. Primarily for black culture in America, especially and Native America. There yeah. are other places, but Na- yeah. Native American. The way that I well. see cultural appropriation is if the masses of black culture is going to be criticized continuously 
and told that the things that we do in our culture are wrong, mm-hmm. but then it's embraced when a white person does it, that's what makes it the problem. Mm-hmm. Because this is something that we as a culture have been doing for years and years and years, a long time. Some people, you could say Eminem. Eminem culturally appropriated rap. He made rap in in the sense that he does it, which is like vulgar. And mm-hmm. he got his fair share of um, criticism. So it's not to say that they still don't get criticized, but it does make what he was doing more widely acceptable to a mat a more a bigger crowd. I love Eminem. I I, I don't necessarily en- enjoy all of his music, but mm-hmm. you know, I ha- I do listen to his music, so I'm not criticizing him. I'm just saying that he made that kind of rap music a little bit more accessible. I guess, to a bigger crowd. I don't know if... I'm not 100% convinced that if he was Black, that wouldn't have happened. But also the difference with Eminem is that he's always been down for the culture. So he Yeah, yeah, explain that more to me. He's immersed in the culture and not... and unapologetic about it. So it is who he is. Yeah. He isn't just trying some of it on here and there. Yeah. And when, you know, it's time to speak out for the cause, he's done that. Yeah, he has. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I can see there's a difference there. It's hard to define and clarify it, you know, which, which is a lot of what the exploration for me in these conversations are. Is finding ways to define and clarify because that's how my brain most comprehends. Yeah. That's why I'm always going down these paths of, Wait, this doesn't make sense. Okay, now I get it. No, yeah. it doesn't make sense. Wait, it is it. really hard to define <laughs> and it is really hard to understand why it's seen as a negative thing mm-hmm. because it's very easy to be like, yeah, but now that's in the forefront of culture and now it's accepted. But it's like, why couldn't it be accepted when we were doing it? Mm-hmm. Why does it take for a white person to put it on mm-hmm. in order for it to be accepted? Mm-hmm. Why is it seen as unprofessional for me to wear my hair in a fro? But if a white person wants to get a perm, and I was walk like, white person with really fro? Is hair, that even possible? <laughs> I I know a couple with fro's. Really? Yeah. All white. All white. How do you get a perm that tight? I don't I don't know if it's a perm. I think uh, it's natural hair. Gotta hurt. Oh really? Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Huh. I didn't realize that. Uh huh. Like natural that, that tight. tight. Curls. I didn't realize it would be that tight. Yeah. Mm. I mean, it's not as tight as mine. But okay. I I know at least one person off top right now that I can think of who's white, full blown, old white dude, mm. my homie from Barnes and Noble. <laughs> um, I call him the OG. Mm. <laughs> uh, he has a fro. Okay. And he goes to work with it. Fine. I mean, he's he was already working there when he started to grow the fro, so I guess yeah. that would make a difference, but. And I mean, obviously, the whole thing with hair isn't as um, prevalent as it was. Yeah, I think that's with part that, of it. The whole natural hair movement. I think that's and part of it. Yeah. That's moved on and stuff like that. We live in a different time, and I'm looking at it from the current standards, you know, versus even 20, 
especially 40 to 60 years ago. Yeah, I mean, I've had a relaxer. I had a relaxer my whole life until about, what year is it? 2020? Seven years ago. Okay. I didn't even know my hair could curl like this mm. because I had a relaxer for so long. Because mm-hmm. that was the standard. Right, if you wanted to fit in, in yeah. culture and society. So then when a white person does something or wears their hair in a way that kinks it up or yeah. like or perms it really tight or something that makes it look more similar. And, and then, then someone comes, okay. along, comes around and is like, oh, my God, it's so cute. Mm-hmm. This is a new thing now. Like, mm-hmm. especially if it's a, a white mm-hmm. person, a public figure. Mm-hmm. This is a new thing now, but it's like, that's how my hair grows. Yeah. But I've been told that my hair isn't great the way that it grows. Yeah. So, yeah, it's that's really, it's, it's it's a tough. Co- it's a tough conversation. It's a tough topic in some ways. I think there's some better examples that we can maybe touch on, come up with. Yeah. Uh, I think music was a big part of it. Music and hair. Yeah, music and hair is huge. Um, and, and dress was a, a dress was definitely a thing in the '90s. Do you know? I know you were younger then, but do you know <laughs> overall how the black community felt then when there was a lot more people in the white community dressing like the black community, following their lead and super super baggy pants hanging down halfway to their butts. Inside out and backwards clothes. (laughs) All those trends. But they were all started by the black community. No. Why are you looking at me like that? I just, I found a really great quote for this episode. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Yeah, I don't know much about. um... Then we'll just wrap it right there. Uh, Listeners, please subscribe. uh, Share this. Ratings really help. The more it's rated, the more it goes up in the algorithms and people can find this. And we love having you here. Thanks for being here. And Cassandra, go ahead and give us this really great quote you found. Okay. But here's the thing. Appropriation occurs when a style leads to racist generalizations or stereotypes where it originated, but is deemed as high fashion, cool, or funny when the privileged take it for themselves. Appropriation occurs when the appropriator is not aware of the deep significance of the culture that they are partaking in. Amanda Steinberg. <laughs>